The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Well, greetings, everybody, on the first Broken Helmet podcast of 2021. Been quite a while. A matter of fact, I think it's been two months now, almost, since we last potted. Is that a verb now? If it's not, I just made it one. We actually never even did the conclusion of the... 2020 season with a Super Bowl wrap-up, but I, if I'm not mistaken, Chris, were we both losers? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we were, right? Yes. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing I think uh, got kind of close was I almost had the dark horse pick of the Gatorade color as I went purple, and it ended up being blue. So close. Blue was number four out of the or number three out of the gates. I picked number four horse in purple, and I almost had it. But anyway, uh, so we kick it off here. Full flight of free agency. Now that that is concluding, getting warmed up for the NFL draft as trades galore happen around us. So, how has the uh, new season treated you there, my friend? You watching your Raiders as people flock to the gates? Oh, I was debating whether we're going to talk about the Raiders right out of the gate, or are we going to talk about how bad the NCAA tournament has been? I mean, it's... it's <laughs> yes, I'm not a fan of the, of the tournament. I, I agree. One, it, you like it, I do not. I mean, we could talk about the the Giants and their magnificent ability to fail at every given uh, chance with their... It's funny that you bring that up because I was on Twitter earlier this week, and uh, so I I have a Twitter account for Broken Blue, which is the Giant podcast that I wanted to get going. But I never tweet through it, so I just tweet through the Broken Helmet podcast. And I was, but I follow nothing like all Giants along with NFL. And I went, I got into this back and forth with some other Giant fan. Uh, we were following the Giants Insider Twitter account, and it was about David Gettleman because, uh, you know, the Giants Insider was like, love him or hate him, he did a great job in free agency. And I, I, I couldn't have argued the opposite more. And I just got into it with this other guy and went, you know, back and forth nonstop. So uh, point being is that, yes, I I am of the agreement uh, with you that the Giants have not had a spectacular offseason. Your Raiders have had kind of a meaningless offseason. And we start with those two teams, obviously, because, Chris, there is a Raider fan. I am a Giant fan, even though there are 32 teams elsewhere in the NFL right now. So uh, whether it's NCAA, because we like to gamble, or the Giants and the Raiders, those would be kind of the three we could start off with here. But, yes, Giants have not done good. I don't know what you feel about the Raiders. I think they've been kind of meaningless. They really haven't done anything, dude. Well... 
I mean, there's there's a comparison here, obviously. So are you, as being a Giants fan and me being a Raiders fan, what is the better move from either of our opinions to signing Kenny Galladay to a four-year, $72 million contract or the Raiders after taking Josh Jacobs in the first round two years ago, signing Kenyon Drake to a $14 million contract well, I, with I, a number one running back. Like what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. All right. So, all right, let's go. Uh, let's do it this way. Okay. With the Giants, I'll sum- summarize it like this. This is the case I was making uh, with this random guy on on Twitter was that there's just no plan, right? And you can see that there's no plan with NFL free agency because the teams that don't have a plan just kind of do roster churn. And it'll constantly be roster churn because the moves aren't making any kind of sense. There's no connection between them as time goes on. So Giants, just using it as a point of reference, Four years ago, they bring in Gettleman. They end up redoing all of the hog mollies and bring in all kinds of names. Jalapio, I, uh, ultimately Zeitler, Remmers, Nate Solder. And, and these guys, some come and go. And here we are you know, this year, and we're redoing yet more linemen as guys that were good, like Zeitler, go off. They take off to the Chiefs. And then you have, you know, further additions such as Zach Fulton, who they just bring in from the Texans as an offensive guard to replace Zeitler. Why you wouldn't keep Zeitler? I mean, obviously the money, but so you just have this constant roster churn with with the Giants. So I looked at the Giants and compared them to a team who was kind of also transitioning, even though the Giants have had four years of transitioning, and compared them to the Patriots, and this is where I'm driving with this whole thing, is that you could take the Giants, compare them to the Patriots, and those two teams, the Giants have signed almost as much money as the Patriots have. So now the Patriots are obviously retooling their entire team. The Giants have been retooling their team for multiple years. So you know, I don't know what the hell the point uh, of the Giants' movement is when you compare it to a team such as the Patriots who are just resetting the whole thing. And your team Wait, is doing Giants the same thing. <clears throat> the Giants didn't spend as much as the Patriots did. So these are – now, I, these numbers might not be completely up to date. Um, I've been downloading uh, the recent signings from uh, Sports Track, and I've been trying to monitor it myself so that I could kind of flip through it, uh, you know, database wise and, and do whatever kind of comparison my mind wants to go to. But these, I, I believe these are mostly up to date. The Patriots, I'm taking their top end talent, right? So the Giants, uh, I don't know Fulton's number, but it was a one year deal, so I don't think it was that much. The Giants' top three sign signings was Williams on the franchise, Galladay, Adoree Jackson, right? This is guaranteed money. That's how I'm looking at it, guaranteed money. Because the other money, who cares? They can redo it, they can punt on it, whatever. Guaranteed money. Giants' top three guys were for $45 million for Williams, 40 for Galladay, 
26.5 for Jackson for a total of $111.5 million. The Patriots' top four was Judon, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, and Aguilar. Right? So those four guys were for $32 million, $31.25 million, $25 million, and $16 million for a total of $104 million.25. So the Giants' top three signings were way more than the Patriots' top four signings. Better Cut. players for the Giants. However, at least the Patriots feel like it's more of a plan, right? You're getting the pass rusher in Judon. You're doing the two tight end deal with Smith and Henry, which you're obviously going to use in your offense. And then you're getting Aguilar because you really don't have many wide receivers. I'm not a big Aguilar fan, but whatever. It's something. You know, so... I. You, the spending gets to be all over the place, uh, you know. And for the Giants, I, you know, if you're comparing yourself against the Patriots, who obviously are trying to transition into something more, where the Giants have been transi- trying to transition for four years, it's just completely deflating because it just looks like crap. So off of my soapbox, you want to take the Raiders, tell me what you think about them or the Giants and, you know, whatever you want to do. And then we'll get into some of these other teams because, you know, we shouldn't just talk about our home, our favorite teams every single time we talk. But it's a good place to... You know, whatever. Jump off from. I don't know. I look. I nobody knows. Obviously, if you listen to any sports radio at all, you know that the Raiders have been the laughing stock of the industry in regards to free agency up to this point. I mean, they they literally traded away or or lost three of their five starting offensive linemen. After losing their offensive linemen, they they then go in return and pull in another running back, which makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, We let go of uh, Tyrell Williams, who was garbage anyway. Who who cares? You know, I I don't I don't really think that really mattered in any way, shape, or form. Um, We're hoping that our young talent in being. Uh, Rugs and Edwards take another step forward for us. And then we still have, even though the Colts went out of their way to try and trade for Derek Carr, we still said, no, he's our man. He's going to be the guy to go to. And Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, they did keep Mariota. Yeah, but at a re- at a reduced rate, at, a, at a, you know, he had to take a pay cut, and he yeah, got a no trade clause built into his thing. I that's saw fine. that's good for you. That's good for you because yeah, he was okay good. at the end of the year. So maybe he, he is the plan. Who knows? Who, but but who knows? But there were so many things we could have done. Like if the Colts would have given up a decent amount of equity for a Derek Carr, and if Derek Carr, but in return by us saying no. That's saying, oh, he's our guy for for the foreseeable future still, right? Like, why wouldn't you take, uh, I don't know, some backup from from Indianapolis? Why wouldn't you roll with with Mariota? Take the first round draft picks that that the Eagles got for Carson Wentz, and 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 roll with it from there, and, and just start to build around your young core and being Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs. Uh, Brian or, or Bray, whatever his name is, Edwards, um, Waller. You know, like Waller's, he's older, but he's still kind of young. He's not he's super not, old. I mean, he, he was no, up, like, right? Late 20s? Like 30, 30, 
No. Or, yeah, I mean, is he really? Well, he was with Baltimore for a while. Remember he had the addiction problems? No, I so, know that. I just thought he was younger than that. So hold on one sec. Uh, Darren Waller and continue, and, and I'll look up his age. But you were talking about youth. Yes. So why wouldn't you continue to build around that youth? I'll say, if you ask me, and this is the story that kind of came out before, was that it sounds like that your team might be broke. It sounds like there's no money. But there's money. I don't know. It's kind of one of those where there's smoke, there's fire deals. And, you know, Davis might be... He's 28. Uh, Darren Waller, by the way. Um, it sounds like... This is his 29th season. Age 29 season. Uh, his, his, uh, yes, because his birthday is September 13th, so he'll be right. 29. Right. Okay, so he's, he's okay. older than I thought, for sure. Um, age 29. So, 29 so, still but he's okay. Not, I mean, he hasn't even been is. used... But that—that's what I was going to get to. I was saying he might—he might not be a twenty-four-year-old tight end, but he's—he's he's twenty-nine. But he has zero like wear and tear on the, you know, on his tires. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that one of the reasons that they might not—I um, don't know—they—they they might not be making moves like you would want to see is simply because I, I maybe they maybe they really are cash strapped. You know, maybe they're broke and they're just dealing with what they can. Because if you look at what they've done this year, I mean, they spent a little, you know, bit of money. You know, I don't know why you guys did it, but you guys signed Yannick. You know, so you get a D end for, uh, you know, whatever, $26 million. No, I know. They're they're putting way more effort into their defense. Which is which is fine. I guess they're in the the division of Kansas City and and the Chargers. I'm, I, if you call the Chargers an offensive powerhouse, I mean Herbert looked really good last year. He's going to throw the ball no matter which way you spin it. They're they're going to have a decent offense. But uh, you know they're put, they're definitely putting money into defense because year after year after year we have the worst defense in the NFL. It's just it's just the truth about it. Yeah, I mean but, you got Solomon Thomas on the cheap. I mean, potential. Uh, I mean, he's been potential since he was a, a second, the second pick in the draft five years ago. Yeah, sometimes you got to take a swing on people. Uh, however, but yeah, to each their own. I just don't. I don't feel as if we made the best. Like, what? Why? Why didn't we go out and get Kenny Galladay? Like, we we had the cash to do it. Well, we had the the cap to do it. Yeah, the cap to do it. I just don't know if you had the cash, right? I mean, the giant, right. the Giants. For better or for worse, gave Galladay forty million at signing. So, or, or guaranteed twenty twenty eight million at signing and and forty total over the deal, which is a lot for a quarterback. Look for not a quarterback, a wide receiver. The Lions suck, and the Lions didn't want Galladay. So that being said, I, you know how much real value is there in Kenny Galladay? The question became, you know, whether or not there were anybody else bidding against the Giants questionable so you know maybe you guys could have had them but maybe the Giants were just going to provide so much cash that you know there's nothing that the Raiders could do but let's not talk about things that you could have had or things Giants did let's we'll we'll take Kenyon Drake because that was another signing that you had mentioned kind of reflective of the overall free agency market because if you think about it I 
you might knock that move. I, you know, I don't know. I don't necessarily knock it. I mean, it was a one. It, it's a two-year deal, eleven million, uh, eleven million guaranteed, uh, eight and a half at signing. Um, you know, I, I mean, how do you really go wrong? I, the cap, three million against the cap. So you have Josh Jacobs. Granted, great number one, but I mean, you kind of need multiple people. You know, you can't, you can't go with one running back. Not to mention, I think they're different. I think they're running backs of different skill sets. So why not grab yes. two? But you you weren't a fan of the of the Drake signing. I, I like Drake. I have no problem with Drake. I just I just don't think it's it's just stupid. Why waste your money there when we could waste money somewhere else? Like we didn't. We Josh Jacobs is a is a three hundred carry running back like what why 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 like what to 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 save him to save his his legs like that's kind of pointless well again if you want to think about the cap you know you're not going to you're not going to get rid of Jacobs for Drake however let's say Jacobs has a monstrous year this will be his third year in the league so you know the running back MO has been three years in, renegotiate into four before we get to five. So having Drake on a two-year, maybe you have a backup plan should Jacobs light it up and then all of a sudden try to drill your team for cash where you know you're not going to get him. You know you're not going to give it to him. Because whether or not you're broke or you just don't want to expend those kind of dollars on another running back, you have Drake for year two. You know, which would be the year four of year four of Jacobs. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't hate the move. I didn't hate the move. It's fine. It is what it is. I mean, we could we could talk. I could talk about the Raiders for an hour, and it's it's kind of pointless. But like, you know, the the people we 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 brought in are just it just seems silly to me. Like John Brown, John Smokey Brown has talent, can't stay healthy. Willie Sneed is a great third down possession receiver that we've always talked about. Like he, the dude always seems to catch a third down pass, whether he was in New Orleans or he's in Baltimore. Um, outside of that, you know, we talked about Kenyon Drake already. They, there wasn't really anything crazy. Then we re-signed a bunch of people um, who I don't really care about. Zay Jones, I could give a, a theoretic. I didn't even know dude was still in the league. Like, yeah, you I, know what I mean. I, it's just silly stuff. You know, your, your big splat, Yannick, Kenyon, uh, Solomon Thomas, Jonathan Hankins, John Brown, Quentin Jefferson, brought back Incognito, Theo Riddick. Yannick, Yannick was the move. Yannick was the yeah, big move. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Um, however, I, I will say this. You know, you want to make a jump because we talked about the Raiders, our, our Raiders and Giants here a little bit. I The one tangibility to all this that you were saying is that, you know, I, I just don't get it or it's just not a big deal. I think that's basically all of free agency with the exception of several teams that are actually doing something strategic because they feel it's in their uh, best interest going forward. I, the one thing that you see is that all these deals are all like three, two, and one-year deals. Um, you know, the Patriots have a couple of fours. You know, I don't think you see anything past a four. I mean, they're all three, two, one, with a lot of these being two and one-year deals. And I think that the reason is, oh, sorry, Joe Thurney uh, from the Patriots, uh, or well, Patriots to the Chiefs, Joey. signed a five-year deal. 
Uh, but obviously, you know, one of the better linemen in free agency, if not the best. Is that where Zeitler went to? I thought Zeitler went to the Ravens. Uh, did I say Chiefs earlier? No, Zeitler went to the Ravens, yes. Uh, Thurney went to the he Chiefs. Remmers, uh, Rem- see, I got screwed up with the Giants because, uh, whatever, Remmers went to the Chiefs a year ago and he re-signed with them. He was an ex-Giant. But yes, Zeitler went to the Ravens. Thurney, Remmers, Chiefs, he, you know, Remmers was there last year, uh, you know, along with Kyle Long. Kyle Long also went to the Chiefs. Are you trying to say Joe Tooney? Am I saying Thooney? And I'm, I, I mean Tooney? You know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's, you're talking about the Patriots guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Tooney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big come up for them after losing those other guys because that dude's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Well, the other guys. I, I mean, it just it just went south, right? Injuries and you know back injury uh, for one, um, and then injury late in the season for the other. I you know, and it was just they they moved on. They got Kyle Long on a one year deal. Great, great move. Um, they're going to bring back Rammers. I, I don't know, whatever. They'll probably put him back at, at a position that he's more comfortable with since he got blown up in the uh, at tackle in the Super Bowl. And then Tooney uh, at guard. So, um, But anyway, like I was saying, these are three- and two-year deals because I think that this is just going to be a transitional year. That's where I'm driving at this whole thing because the, the agents know more money in the cap is coming down the line, especially with these monster TV deals that were just... Yeah, the TV deals oh that God. are just going to change everything about <laughs> this game. A zillion dollars in, in rights revenue uh, for all the teams. So, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the cap goes up from, what, 180-something this year to 230 or 240 in a couple of years down the road. So, I, none of these agents are going to be like, yeah, let's sign a, a big monster deal because, you know, I'll get you a one, two-year deal. You'll be able to prove yourself, and then when the cap goes up, you'll be able to command more money. And so I think that's what you saw here, is that this year is going to be transitional, I, you know, with the exception of a couple teams. I don't know. Was there anybody, yeah, right. what, was there anybody in free agency you well, saw that made a big splash that you were like, oh, shit, that, that team, you know, really went for it? Kenny Galladay? Oh, you mean like as a team? Yeah, as a team. Like things that make sense. Yeah, Patriots. I mean, the Patriots. The yes, Patriots. The exactly. Patriots. They spent $200 million in nine days. That's the article I read this morning. Right. I, it depends on what you want, you know, total dollars, you know, guaranteed. But, yes, they're the ones that went right. out and spent a ton. Right. Right. They went out and spent a ton. But they had to. They, they didn't, Their team was pretty bad last year. Yeah, but it makes sense, right? Because they really didn't do anything last year minus Cam. Right? I mean, Cam was kind of their big splash. They didn't do anything else. You know, if anything else, people no. exited. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then this year, like we said, they got Judon, Smith, Henry, Aguilar. They also added uh, Mills, Andrews. They brought back Kyle Vinoy. Kendrick Bourne went there. Uh, You know, uh, they got uh, Henry Henry Anderson, the DN for the Jets, they brought in. Uh, They re-signed some guys. Um, You know, they they re-signed Andrews, actually. Uh, Re-signed Davis, uh, you know, bit player, but whatever. Yeah. Karras they brought back, which is crazy because, you know, they, they do Andrews and then they bring Karras. You know, it's kind of like, what's going on? Tedrick Wise they re-signed. Uh, and then they traded with your Raiders for Trent Brown. So I, I agree with you that I think Patriots was the team that made the splash. But it made sense because it felt strategic. I, I don't yeah. know if anybody else felt as strategic as the Patriots. The Bucks definitely the Bucks definitely went out of their way to make sure that their team 
they're sur- they're gonna they're gonna do everything in their power to make sure that uh, Brady has another chance to win. Uh, I mean, they they're basically bringing everybody back. You know, yeah, I mean yeah. that's all of their signings was. You know, when you look at the teams that these players came from, it was bucks, 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 bucks. You know, yeah. so I mean they're just gonna reload, which is, I don't know. I obviously you had to, and the newest one was Fournette, right? Fournette's now coming back. They didn't release the terms of the deal, but um, I, I didn't see that. Where did you see that? Uh, I saw it on Pro Football Talk yesterday. I think he announced that he was coming back. There were no terms. Uh, announced, maybe it was, you know, a little uh, premature because maybe he hasn't signed it yet. But I mean, if you go to that length and you're going to tweet that you're going to go back, I, it would be surprising if he didn't. Um, but yeah, so Fournette was the last one I saw. So I mean, they bring back Barrett Gronk, suck up, uh, Godwin, David, Brady, Fournette. Right? Uh, I might be missing somebody here. Um, Godwin, Brady, Gronk. They brought back Stinney. Fournette. They brought back uh, Nguyen's uh, Roche to tackle. I mean, it was just all their own guys. So, I that yeah. and the only surprising thing about that was like I thought they were good. I just didn't think they were great. So I imagine that the thought process with that team now is that we were good enough that next year will be even better with another year. Right. Of- let's let's build let's build off of comfortability with each other. Yeah, and I. You know, sure, have at it. I, I thought maybe they could have, they could have at least added a piece or two to make them better. But if they were happy with where they were, you know, so be it. And Godwin's going to bank because Godwin's going to do this one-year franchise tag, tag at sixteen million, and then next year when the cap goes up, he's just going to leave and just make a ton of money elsewhere. You know, he'll do the one-year deal here and then he'll bounce. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he had a great year this year. I think he had a great year last year, and I, I just think it was a change in offense. Um, but I think somebody will make a splash at him. I mean, depending unless he just really has a terrible 2021. Jimmy Garoppolo back to the to, back to the Patriots. Yeah. So all right. So now we'll get in, into the draft here um, because and the only other team that I wanted to get your thoughts on were the Texans as they completely redid their roster. You know, it, yeah, it, they're, it was the Patriots yeah, they're, they're and then the horrible. Texans. I mean, they were they were terrible, but I mean, it's been a thorough washing of that roster and everything to do with the previous Texans. <laughs> the Texans have literally closed up shop for this season and it's only March and they're just as much as you can t- prepare for a tank, they're preparing for a tank. Like, they are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I definitely, I mean, they did They did some moves that I just don't understand because I'm not mistaken, right? They, they made the trade. Granted, it was um, with uh, Shithead, who was their old coach. He turned out to be terrible. He was so much better at Penn State, and I forgot his name already. Uh, Bill O'Brien. So, they they really screwed the pooch with Bill O'Brien, and that was a a member club problem because that came from the top down. They never should have gave him that much power. They did, and so they did make the trade. Right, I'm not forgetting this. They made the trade for David Johnson. He's still on the team. David Johnson's still there, and then they signed two other running. Backs. And then they signed two other running backs. They signed <laughs> they signed Ingram and Lindsey. 
<laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. What are you doing, guys? I, you want to talk about bad signings? Kenyon Drake, I'll take. But, I, you know, you, you traded for Johnson, and then you signed Philip Lindsay. Granted, Philip Lindsay was great, great value. But Mark Ingram on top of it? Like, how many of these guys are going to play? That's, that's they, don't even, they don't even have a quarterback. Well, no, oh, Chris, come on. They signed Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, how many it's, people are going to sign Tyrod Taylor? I'm, t- I'm tired of Tyrod Taylor. Do they have a coach? Uh, yeah, they signed uh, whatever. It was like it was the guy on left field. Um, oh, my God, and I forgot I, I forgot him too. Now I'm going to have to do with Texans. It, this is an NFL pod a- where we don't know the NFL coaches. Uh, but because nobody knows the coach of the Texans right now. Uh, well, I mean, their coach is, come on, Rich, don't let, no, Romeo I'm not gonna, Brunel? no, 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 no. He stayed on, I, I think, as an advisor. Um, uh, is, oh, David Cully, damn it, Cully. I, uh, um, I was trying to remember Scully from, uh, okay. X-Files. Get, uh, to, get to, my, to the point of this is that nobody knows their coach. Nobody knows their GM. Nobody knows what that team is doing. Well, no, the GM is, uh. Casaro, uh, the guy that they got from the Patriots that they tried to get, and I, the Patriots I, threw up a stink. I know, I know, I right? Know. And Cully, well, he came from the Ravens, so he was the uh, assistant head coach, pass coordinator, wide receivers coach. Yeah, for assistant head, assistant head coach, right? Yeah. Uh, completely right. random, but yeah. So I mean, they're just doing a thorough wash here, and no, I agree with you. The running back signings don't make any sense. They're probably going to be a tankaroon team, but it's not like they didn't What's, their, what's I, the linebacker's name that's a monster? Christian Tyrell Kirksey? Oh, oh, oh. I, Christian Kirksey's awesome, too. They got him from the Packers. Yeah, but he's he was hurt all last year, but he's very good. He's good when he's healthy. Yeah, they got him on a one-year deal. That's not a terrible That's not a terrible signing. Well, the kid the kid that was that was bonkers last year was Tyrell Adams. Uh, yeah, but he's under contract, right? I mean, they didn't have to re-sign him, no? No, no, no. I'm just talking about that's going to be their best player. Like oh, that, oh, oh. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Like, I'm trying to look at, like, some sort of silver lining here. Like, maybe, like, he's going to be what they build their defensive off of. I, I'm not sure. I just think the Texans probably this year are going to go the route of we're trying to instill a new culture. We're trying to develop what a Texan player is. And they're trying to grab some value here so that they can at least compete as they try to reconfigure, you know, their team and their roster, seeing that O'Brien just completely screwed them up. Uh, right. So then, so so long and short of their offseason, they have this this unbelievable quarterback who's who's very very talented. He's he has so much potential, <laughs> and he's demanding a trade. So they're like, all right. We're definitely getting four firsts. Oh yeah, like we're definitely getting four first round picks plus some some players in return. And then like a month later, he gets he's getting sued by twenty different people. There's a there's a, a a report out this morning that there's four more cases now. I know. This is our quarterback going into the future, or at least our meal ticket for draft picks. And then... For draft picks. Nothing, because there's 20 masseuses that said he liked a little rub and tug at the end, and if he didn't get it, he was a little abusive. Uh, Which I doubt... I I don't know. There's 20 people. So, 
kudos to the lawyer because he has definitely figured out a way to bank. Um, I, this story is so beyond. Do you want to give thoughts on it? Since you brought it up, uh, my thought is is that if one person tells you you're a duck, you can tell them to f off. If two or three people start telling you, "Hey, man, you might be a duck," you might want to start thinking about it. When you get to three, f- five plus people telling you you're a duck, uh, dude, you're quack. You're walking around. Okay. Quacking. Stop right there. Stop right there. I I, I gotta ask a question. Are you trying to say if it talks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck? Well, no, it's something that we say down here all the time. <laughs> if someone's, if tell, someone's telling you you're a duck, you're a duck. Brother. It's about to get all stupid up in here. I'm so lost. I'm so lost. Okay. So if somebody tells you a duck once, uh, you, you might not be a duck. But continue on. So you're saying that Deshaun walks and a lot of people are telling him he's a duck? I'm trying. If so, well, I'm trying to use a different word other than a hole. So if so, if one person tells you you're an a hole, uh, I mean it's fine. Made, if, you know, if you understand, I curse it, on this you podcast. Can tell, you can tell them to f off. If two to three people tell you you're an asshole, you might start thinking like, hey, maybe I'm an a hole. If like five to seven to ten people to twenty four tell you you're an a hole, you're a freaking a hole. Okay, so. That's what, <laughs> that, <laughs> so I, I'm with you now. All right. So Deshaun Watson, you know. If one person says, you know, you're an asshole and you like a little rub and tug, you know, maybe it's them. But now he definitely is a little dirty bird in some way, shape or form. Yes. I I personally think, tell me if if you see differently. I just think this was like one of his deals, right? He like gets massages because he has to. And then he just kind of prepositions them and is like, hey, you know, you want a little more? You know, let's go up to the bedroom and, and bang it out. I mean that seems like what the what the deal is, and I and some girls were not welcoming of that. I mean, it could be it could be that he actually physically groped a, a bunch of women and thought he could get away with it because he's a billionaire. Okay, so here is my counter argument to that, and I was having this argument with a friend of mine. He is, just like you said, a multi-multi-millionaire, right? Multi-millionaires, should they have some kind of crazy fetish or, I mean, as a guy, some kind of, you know, sexual fixation, which most dudes have, with that kind of money, do you really have to try to upsell and coerce a masseuse to be that girl, can't you just go out and purchase whatever high-end hooker you want to do this with? Well, that's the part I can't get my hands around. I mean, but but hookers aren't aren't masseuses. No, no, I, I understand. No, no, they're not. However, what, you're a multimillionaire. You know that what's going to come along with that, which is. You know, if I preposition the wrong girl or if I act the wrong way around somebody, uh, you know, and I don't get away with it. I'm not saying this is the mentality anybody should have. I'm just saying, let's say they are that, like, you'd have to be stupid to be like, let me do it to random people and see if I can get away with it. Because the uh, the the pushback on that's going to be a lawsuit or a criminal suit. And you're going to sacrifice everything. Where it poses, you know, if you rent a high-end hooker, that's kind of, you know. 
that's the deal. <laughs> you know? I don't think he wants a high-end hooker, though. I think he wants like a normie. So you're okay. So you're saying his fixation is the normal girl. Is the normal girl right? That's it's the normal masseuse. Hookers aren't going to give you a massage, and if they are, it's not like they're they're. Oh, you can get a hooker to do whatever you want. <laughs> give me a massage, I, and then I want something. At the I end. get <laughs> it. I get it. But 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 these are all like women who. Like the women that work at massage schools, massage uh, institutes, all went to massage school, or like they have some sort of training in how to do a massage. Maybe the dude's obsessed with massages, and those are normal girls. Those aren't. He's not hiring hookers. They're probably a lot cheaper too. I mean, the, the, money shouldn't be an option. This guy's loaded. But yes, okay, I see what you're saying. So maybe, maybe the fixation in this whole thing is the massage that turns into, you know, your porno flick. So that that's the that's the porno stereotype, right? Massage turns into raucous sex, and so that's his yeah. fixation. So and, and which he can't get from hiring, you know, a, a paid prostitute because it's just not going to be the same. Okay, I got it. I mean, if so, that's a, that's a terrible fixation to have as a multi-millionaire professional athlete because here we are. Uh, so you're right, 20, 20 people uh, filing suit against him. Non-criminal, which is weird. You know, at least the DA should pick that case up if there's 20 girls saying that he sexually assaulted me. Um, shame on whatever you know, DA is not filing that. Or shame on the lawyer because that means it's... Wait, a, you're no saying case. none of this is criminal? None of it is. Nope. It has not been picked up criminally. I think they just recently, I read a post about the police department. They said they received no evidence or something from somebody. But I was talking to, uh, we were away with uh, lawyer friends. I was away with lawyer friends of ours. And I was asking them, because I don't, I'm not as not a lawyer, you aren't either, although maybe you've done a little more research in it than I have. Why is this not criminal? And I guess it ends up landing on the district attorney whether or not to pick up the case or not. Well, I thought I understand that, but I was under the assumption that that lawyer he had said there's uh, maybe I don't know. There's so many articles. Who knows? But the the lawyer I read an article saying the lawyer had evidence. Uh yeah, maybe he he maybe he does. However, he has not given any to local authorities. So, which I, I guess is the reason gotcha. that they haven't picked up the case. Because why are you going to pick up a case without evidence? I, who knows? I mean, it's a money grab. But anyway, so this will take us from uh, you know free agency because you meant it, mentioned it before going into the draft. So here we are. We're a couple of you know a couple of weeks away here from the NFL draft. So thoughts going into that because outside of free agency, the the biggest thing happening right now, and you had mentioned Garoppolo, is that trades are going left and right as people are just moving. Uh, you know, teams that is are just moving their picks to jockey here. So the Jets stay at two. The uh, Eagles move down with the Patriots because the Patriots move uh, uh, down with the 49ers. 49ers are now three. The Eagles are now 12, and the Dolphins are now six, if I've gotten that correct. Yeah, where are the Patriots? What did you say with the Patriots? Well, because you were talking about Garoppolo, and you were like Garoppolo as the Garoppolo's as the oh, quarterback yeah, for yeah. the Patriots, and yeah. that is a direct result of the trades that took place, where San Francisco being in the three position reeks of quarterback. Yeah, of course, for sure. Which I don't understand. I don't, Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't like he's not going to 
blow the doors off of teams, but I mean, he's it's not that bad. Dude's really not that bad. I didn't think he was that bad either. I just don't think he's been that great. And sure enough, if there's one thing that he doesn't do well is he makes terrible mistakes, right? And I, I don't know if that really is. There's one thing he doesn't do well is make terrible mistakes. I, I, the English of that is not good. But um, what he, the biggest risk, risk factor is him with him is making terrible, terrible errors. I think that's the better way to put it. Right, interceptions, missed, missed passes. Like, he's just not that elite quarterback. Yeah, when things go wrong, things go wrong for him. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they're just they're just done. He's just he just folds real quick. But they they should have won the Super Bowl with him two years ago. I mean, they had it in their they had it in their wallet. And it wasn't because of his arm that that they lost. I mean, he threw that ball to who who was the, the oh god the, the one in the end zone right? Was, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I think it was Emmanuel Sanders. But I don't remember the pass. Was it a bad pass or he just dropped it? No, Sanders dropped it. That would have given them. They were down by like four, and he threw that bomb. And it was a big I, pass I, over the middle, right? Yeah, I think it was Sanders. I'm almost positive. I'd have to look back. And and, and he dropped the ball. But if he catches that ball, it's going to be a touchdown, and then they're going to have the lead. And then Kansas City's left with having to try and score again, which they wound up doing anyway. But. I, the issue with that Super Bowl, however, was that the San Francisco defense just completely folded in the second half, or the Chiefs' offense woke up and went nuts. But, again, they could have won a Super Bowl with them. And, yeah. obviously, it didn't happen because their, you know, their, their team completely got shot last year. Um, but, I, I guess, you know, they, they – I don't know. Do you think they trade up to three to take anything other than a quarterback? Do I think they trade up to three to take anything other than quarterback? No, no, no. The question is, is are they going to get who they really want? They're going to have to trade up to two to get if they, they, I I read an article that they were trying to get to two, but the Jets had zero interest in it. Oh, I heard uh, similar, but different. I heard they didn't even talk to the Jets. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't remember where I read it. It was on some Apple News thing that they tried to reach. Maybe maybe that's what it was. They tried to reach out to the Jets. They tried on numerous occasions to reach out to the Jets, but they had zero interest in talking to them, in talking to San Francisco. The Jets did. Oh, all right, so maybe yeah. they wanted to get up to two. However, let's say they even wanted to get up to two, but then they took three anyway. So, you know, Trevor Lawrence is off the board, and if they're going to make that play to get to three and – I, uh, let's say you believe the rumors the Jets are taking, uh, what's his name, Zach Wilson? Is that Zach Taylor? What What's the... Uh, They're not going to take Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Uh, at, well, no, at QB2. I mean, that that's everything that you're hearing and reading seems to be tailor it to. So let's say that's just a foregone conclusion. There's got to be somebody else that the 49ers want there at three. Right? Fields. I don't know. Your top two, top two picks are off the board, and whoever you want is at three, and you don't want anybody else getting in front of you for that. You know, a quarterback to me is a little risky. But let's say the Jets don't do that, and Taylor's on the board, then you kind of wasted a lot of thing to get up to three, where you, maybe you could have gone to four. See what I'm saying? I, although I might be overthinking it, but regardless, I don't know who else it would be in the draft that you would want. I mean, usually you make those kind of plays for quarterbacks. Well, the Bengals are going to take, yeah, I, uh, Trevor Lawrence, 
I don't know why. Why are they holding on to Sam Darnold if they're going to draft Wilson? I, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, well, I, again, Atlanta's what are you going to get? What are you going to get for Darnold now? Anyway, you know, you're probably not going to get much for him, right? I mean, who's second gonna, round pick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that if you trade Darnold, you're getting the same thing for him now that you will a, the week of the draft. I guess. He's a kid. He's, I mean, he's a baby. The kid's not that old. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that I don't, you don't really need to show your hand quite yet because whatever you can trade for him now, you'll trade for him later and you won't telegraph to the rest of the league. Yeah, we're definitely going quarterback at two. Right, because let's say that they're not going to go quarterback at two, and they are committed to Donald. It looks like they're going quarterback at two anyway. So you're saying, "Hey, we want Taylor. If somebody else wants Taylor, then you know, let us know what it is. And if it's big enough, maybe we'll we will go with Donald." When in the reality, they they were always going with Donald, and they're just trying to make it seem, you know, poker game here. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think of some logic behind what you said regarding Donald not being their guy, but they haven't flipped him quite yet. I don't know. I oh Jesus, this this projection has. I'm looking at some of the projections, the mock drafts. I, I, I don't. There's no way Jamar Chase is is not. They're not going to pair him up with with uh, Burrow in in Cincinnati. That's that's like a guarantee. I feel as as if. Well, do you have the draft order in front of you? Yeah. Okay, so what is the draft order? Yeah. We, we, I mean, we obviously know one, two, and three now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, two, and three are well, they're they're the, this one site is talking about trades and stuff, but uh, one Jacksonville, two New York, three San Francisco, four Atlanta, five Cincinnati, six Miami, seven Detroit, eight Carolina, nine Denver. Dallas is at 10. Okay, so there's the 10. Um, And obviously, Jacksonville quarterback, Jets, we don't know. San Francisco reeks of quarterback, but you're not sure. Uh, Atlanta, I don't know, you know, whatever. They were talking about quarterback, possibly, probably defense. Cincinnati, wide receiver, yeah. Right, something on offense. And then you got Miami there at six. The Miami, I can't figure out what's going on with Miami outside of the fact that they did get a, a bunch of picks and now they moved back up. So there's got to be somebody that they like or at least a lot of value in the top picks that they would move uh, back up to six. All the different sites have them picking between Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, and that 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 tight end from Florida, Pitts. Right. Kyle Kyle Pitts. Is that the same guy I think that people are trying to pin to the Giants at 11? Mm, is it tight end? It, he tight end, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of things for the Giants I, because that's the team that I've been following. I haven't read a lot of the mock drafts recently only because, you know, I, I don't know. It's still early, and especially now, you pay attention to all these mock drafts, and then yesterday happens, and now all the mock drafts are basically toast because this movement completely screws everything up. Um, so... Let's go because we we talk about gambling. I mean, that's the primary focus of the of the podcast intra season. So let's go a little gambling here with the draft. So 
you know, you have a couple of things that you could do. We could also talk about team futures, player futures, pick by position. First overall pick is basically Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there's not there's not another pick to be made. Second overall pick is basically penned in at Zach Wilson. Like we were saying, he's at uh, minus 500 right now. Next one is, take a guess. Justin Fields. Yes, plus 600. Do you want to go position three? They love this other kid, too. It's Trey Lance. Yes, he is plus 1,000. And then there is one more before everybody else is basically in a, a lump. Penny uh, Sewell. Yep, there you go, plus 2,000. You're reading off the internet, sir. Boo. <laughs> cheater. I hate cheaters. No, those are the top five guys. Fucking cheater. Those are the top five guys. All right, so without looking, can you give me, there's another group, the next uh, herd of people here is one, two, three, four. There are four next at plus 3,300. Can you give Pitts. me two of the four? Pitts. Pitts is on the board. Jamar Chase. Oh! No, sir. Oh, sorry. Damn it. There he is. All right. Congrats. You got two. I was looking down down the line. Yes. Uh, so you got Pitts and Chase. Can you get? Can, you want to try to go two for four? You want to go try to go four for four, that is? What do you say? Uh, the, the, the linebacker from Virginia Tech. Give me his name. I don't know. I can't think of it. Got to know the name. I could cheat. I'm not going to cheat. All right. So uh, let's see. Lawson? Larson? Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is, uh, what do you call it? Oh, Oh, sorry. So here's the deal. They have Trevor Lawrence at plus 3,300, which makes no sense uh, for the second overall pick outside of the fact that they have to include him that high for the chance that he doesn't get taken. So uh, the three other ones are Jamar Chase, Mac Jones, and Kyle Pitts. So those are the three that they would have in this next oh, herd of Mac people. Oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is the one that Mac you didn't Jones. get. So yeah. you actually got uh, that, that kind of – there wasn't four really because Trevor Lawrence is bullshit. So um, that's the next group is Jamar Chase, Mac Jones, and Kyle Pitts. And then after that, uh, you have Rashawn Slater at plus 6,600, Micah Parsons, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, total QBs in round one is a, usually fun, and you find it every every year. Do you want to give the over-under number? Seven. Seven is incorrect. Uh, it is five and a half. Five and a half. Still pretty strong for a first round. I think it was five and a half a couple of years ago, too. Um. I don't remember, but five and a half. So they're thinking that quarterbacks are going to go. Quarterbacks are going to go. Trey Lance draft specials. Trey Lance, the QB. Number one, obviously San Francisco. Do you want, can you give me, I don't know, let's say two of the next four teams in order 
that they think that Trey Lance might go to? Uh, the 49ers. 49ers the, are number one, obviously. Yep. The, I don't think they're going to put the Patriots because the, the Mac Jones has been tied to the Patriots, so it's not going to be the Patriots. Well, they're uh, just saying Trey Lance. They, they just got to make odds for Trey Lance, so they make the teams, whatever it is. And I'm going one, two, three, four. Give me two of the next four. Carolina. Carolina Panthers are there. I guess Detroit, maybe. Detroit is not there. Uh, they're they're, they're Den- there, but not Denver? they're not close. Uh, Denver. Denver is there. So there's two of your four in order after San Francisco: the Falcons, then the Panthers, Broncos, and the Patriots. Wow, they put the Patriots up there. Yes, Patriots. Yes. Are, Patriots are going to trade up to get Mac Jones. That, it's funny because I was reading, if I could pull it up, if I still have it there, um, talking about Mac Jones. Peter Prisco was tweeting about Mac Jones earlier because here's his tweet. Um, uh, where can I find it? Where would people uh, have to hit? Okay, so Will Brenson from uh, CBS. Uh, he does the Pick 6 pod. He's the uh, main MC of that pod. Credit where credit is due. My boy at Ryan Wilson, CBS has been pounding the table on the Pick 6 pod and at CBS Sports HQ for Mac Jones uh, as a top 5-10 to 10 pick since December. Kyle Shanahan might, might end up making him look really, really smart. So the question ends up, well, you know, Brinson's insinuating Mac Jones going to the uh, 49ers who just traded up. Peter Prisco, also of CBS, he's he's a tree at this point. He's ancient, but still pretty good. Uh, Trading two ones and a three to move up and get Mac Jones would be so stupid. As one personnel guy told me, they should all be fired if that's the case. Not a, a bold res- statement. not a resounding vote of confidence for Mac Jones. Not a vote of confidence at all, actually. So, Mac Jones probably, I don't know, you would think that he's not going to be the three pick. But you never know. You think the Patriots might try to make a move and go up to get Mac Jones there, uh, wherever they're at. I mean, they are n- I, five in the clubhouse. I almost, I, I feel like that's a guarantee. I guess I, I'm not reading what Pete Briscoe's reading. Yeah, I don't know. He talked to one guy, and basically, you know, he was just kind of shitting on Mac Jones, or at least shitting on the thought of the 49ers drafting up uh, to take Mac Jones. So let's go with one of the other hot quarterbacks, Justin Fields. Now, this would be if. Um, you know, Trey Lance, uh, you know, and Fields go, or Wilson go. Justin Fields would be the next one. So, where do you think, uh, again, 49ers being number one, Justin Fields, the next, give me two of four for the Justin Fields odds. And they're a little Uh, the same, they're a little different. Well, I don't. I don't think that the. I really don't think the 49ers are going to take Justin Fields, although that's projected for him to go there. I just don't see him fitting into that offense the same way. But uh, after the 49ers, I would say, I there's no way that the. I don't. I don't know. 
Falcons are just aren't aren't. I, I guess they're in this game, but they're not in this game of quarterbacks. I don't even know why they're projected in another one. Um, are you giving Broncos, Falcons as a pick? No. Broncos. Uh, hold on. Broncos. Bronco, are Bronco, yeah, Broncos are actually five of five. And I asked for two of the next four, so that one counts. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. I thought the Broncos would be way higher than that. Um, so the Broncos definitely – the Panthers? Because of what's – There you go. So you got – of the top five, you got team three and team five. 49ers won, which we stated. Falcons, which you were going for, they were number two. Then the Panthers. Then the Jets. And then finally the Broncos. So that's where they're feeling with Justin Fields. So uh, He's not going to go to the Jets. I don't think he's going to go to the 49ers either. I think the 49ers are going to take that that other kid. Yeah, I mean, Trey Lance, whatever. They're just penning both of these teams as the 49ers because odds-wise, right, you know, you know that the 49ers are going to be taking a quarterback. So in order to make these bets worthwhile, they have to figure out. I mean, if you want to, I think Justin Fields to any team other than the 49ers is a great uh, a great value right now because 49ers are 125. If you think that they're big on somebody other than Justin Fields, you know, I mean, the Falcons, the next team, are, are plus 400, right? So if, if you got a good read on this, either one of these teams, plus 400, plus 400, plus 500, plus 800, you know, if, if you're like, yeah, the 49ers aren't taking Fields, there's great value in that one. I guess the same thing with Trey Lance, too. Because they just have the 49ers pinned to those right now. Those those odds will obviously move too. So if you think that you know the 49ers are going for uh, somebody other than Trey Lance or Justin Fields, then those two players have some odds there that are going in your favor uh, elsewhere. If you can then pick the correct team right. So yeah, we've been grinding out uh, you know a little bit over 50 minutes. I've been you know yapping at the at the gums here. So why don't uh, you know I'll I'll kick it to you. Where do you want to go here with with the last little segment we got? Uh, let's talk about the future betting odds for the league. What do you got? Uh, I mean, they have the Chiefs at plus 500. Yeah, that's I- kind of. That's kind of crazy to me. Like that's, I'm I'm looking at Action Network. So across the board, it gives you you know DraftKings, FanDuel, and plus five hundred, a hundred to win five hundred. That's like crazy. That's crazy good odds for a team that's very good. I mean, but they're uh, but they're the number one team, right? So I mean, if you yeah, think about right. it in that way, it, it's kind of like yeah, go figure. You know, they're they're the team. Um, I'm looking at them. I mean, sure. I mean, if you have a hundred bucks and you think the Chiefs are that good, and that they'll be back there again, I mean, it it probably is like easy money, right? Yeah. I mean, how that often seems- does that happen? I mean, they were they were the number one seed last year too in terms of in terms of bets. They're not losing anybody. You know, like they still have the same core players. I mean, the the mega bet last year was the Buccaneers to win the whole thing after they signed Brady because the odds, I mean, they just got crazy odd boosts. And then all of a sudden they were yeah. sitting there in the Super Bowl and all of a sudden everybody just hedged and, and banked their uh, and banked their profits. And I, I never heard because I, I kind of stopped listening to all of the gambling pods that I usually do after the Super Bowl. I, I wonder how much – did you read anything on whether or not the Buccaneers really drilled the bookies and Vegas when they won? 
Yeah, they they hammered them. Yeah, they, they did, right? Hammered. Hammered. You know about the streaker, right? I don't okay. I followed the streaker story and then I stopped because I was like, there's this is bullshit and there's you know, they wouldn't acknowledge it. They wouldn't pay it, but I I thought that they never would let that bet be made. But I guess that bet was made, right? Yeah, we know the guy we know the guys from down here. Okay, so did they pay him out or no? No. They didn't, right? Okay, so no. Originally, I my thought process was there's no way that any book would take this bet because it's something that could be highly manipulated, right? That was my original logic. Because sure, bet on yourself and then go streak if you have access to the field, which, yep. which I guess is exactly what happened, right? Yep. And, yep. and then they turned around and they basically didn't bet him or they didn't yep. pay him. It was like $150,000. Yeah, but you have to think that book bookies and books you know illegal legal can do whatever they want to do they don't yeah. have to pay you if they don't want to and they can no. find any kind of way to discredit the bet so it was I, like bovado too uh yeah I, I don't even know where he booked it it was bovado is where he booked it yeah which i guess is like illegal but legal website i don't know illegal, yeah it's offshore right it's offshore so you know have fun, you know, all, with all of the intra-state uh, gambling now. There, there's eight million ways to make your bet in in the states. You know, if if you can't fly out to Vegas and make that kind of bet, you know, good luck to you trying to get Bovado to pay you out on something ridiculous like that. Yeah, good luck. You know, but yeah, so um, that was the, the streaker ended up just not getting paid, which you know, no shock to really anybody. Yep. Um, so the books got pounded on the Buccaneers, but let's fast forward to 2021, like you were saying. Chiefs are at number one. What else are you looking at? Uh, the the Bills, at, Bills at plus 1,200. You like them or you don't like them? I love them. I love I love uh, actually in Sportsbook, they're plus 1,400 on DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. They're plus 1,400. That's incredible. Uh not into the Ravens, not into the Rams, not into the 49ers. I guess if Carson Wentz turns it around, you can get them at plus 2,500. That's a pretty good – I mean, that team's pretty good. That, that team was pretty impressive. Uh, who knows what the Saints are going to be like, but they're at plus 2,800. That might not be a bad bet. Uh, Cowboys, now, These are at, with that – These are what? These are uh, DraftKings that you're going at? Um, consensus, some are DraftKings, some are FanDuel. Oh, right. you're doing a consensus. Okay. So I'm giving you the best odds that I see here on, on action. Okay. Like the Cowboys are plus 3,000 on FanDuel right now. Yeah, I'm looking at them at plus 2,800 and plus 2,500, so similar. Right, 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 right. And if Dak Prescott comes back and he's healthy and that – remember how good that offense was if their defense can just get back to – Something like if they can just put up some sort of, and everyone picks the the Redskins to to win that division anyway. But um, I took the Cowboys last year actually uh, when I, I think I put a hundred bucks on them. Um, yeah, we talked about it. I remember. Yeah, they were like they were like plus what was it forty to one or something? Or, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Eighteen to one, I think. Uh, so it was like a hundred uh, win uh, eighteen hundred or something like that. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. There's like the Cardinals are plus four thousand on on DraftKings. Like that's a team's pretty good. Cardinals were really good when they played. When they were good, they were good. And and like they're only gonna Mar- Kyler Murray's only gonna get better with all this talent around them. Yeah, I, I mean, working backwards and trying to look at the teams, you know, bottom up, you know, where my eyes first go, you know, Falcons at plus sixty six hundred. Yes, the Falcons are not a great team, but you know, they're they have a ton of offensive weapons, right? They got a new coach coming in, and the defense has always had players per se. I mean, they never put it together, but. I mean, at plus sixty six hundred, I mean, that's the first team that kind of catches my eye. Um, they lost seven or eight games by right. I for, I forget the the statistic that I remember because I remember we were following them all year last year. They lost like seven to eight games by like a field goal or like less than a touchdown. Yeah, just in blown halftime. That's what it was. It was blown. They blew. Eight halftime leads or or nine halftime like incredible amount of halftime leads they blow. Yeah, I I just don't know. I, I in Matt Ryan is still okay. So just to me, I mean, if you have a quarterback, you have some tight end, uh, top tier offensive talent, uh, and some stuff on defense that you can work with. Uh, I was surprised at plus sixty six hundred. Uh, and these are DraftKings ones that I'm giving. And then I guess I'm going with you. The next one that really kind of catches my eye there is the Cardinals. You know, Yeah, I like the Cardinals. You know, I like them infinitely more than the other teams around them, um, per se. And I'm, I'm looking at a cluster here. But uh, Cardinals, Titans, Steelers, Chargers are all, you know, plus 4,000 to plus 3,300. I like the Cardinals over all those guys. You know, Titans, you know, I guess a little bit kind of, but I think we've kind of seen the best of the Titans. I don't know what more you're going to get out of that team. Uh, Steelers, obviously. They, they, they oh. had that run. If they, they lost yeah, I just, uh, to the Steelers, that was it. I just don't know how you improve them. I, I, I can't see it. It, it it's, a, it's a struggle for me to see how you improve the Titans. But the Cardinals still kind of have untapped potential. Right? And then... You know, you're, you're kind of hitting up toward the top. Uh, you know, Seahawks at plus 2,800. Last year, I would have said, oh, yeah, there's some value. But I don't know. I'm not. I, again, I think that's a team on the back back nine there. Saints, I'm surprised they're at plus 2,800. I, you know, what are they going to do with the quarterback there? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and, and the rest are just, you know, teams that have a lot of talent that you're saying, you know, you go from the top down, Chiefs, Bucks, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Rams. 49ers, you know, Browns. And Browns are surprised I'm, uh, they're that high. Uh, Colts, Cowboys. They're not. The Browns, as much as they try to be, uh, as much as they, as much talent as they have, I just can't, I still can't put them in the, the playoff What about race. your your current hometown team there as the Dolphins? Because they got them, they I'm hearing they're at plus 2,800, uh, you know. Two is they still insanely unproven. They they love the Dolphins down here. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, you need a quarterback. Two is the guy. I didn't see him do anything that last year that really would have led me to believe they would put that those kind of odds on the uh, Dolphins to win it here. 
Well, he didn't. He didn't really blow any leads last year. He didn't blow any games. You know. I mean, I guess he didn't really do anything though. I mean, at one point they benched him for they benched him for Fitzy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had to bench him for Fitzy. Fitzy was just he's just gunning the ball like a madman. Which was great, but I, I don't know. I guess maybe in an off season, you think you're going to turn it around? I don't know. They signed that full. They signed Fuller, who who's good when he's healthy and terrible when he's not. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I they have a bunch of running backs. They uh, they signed what's his name? Um, oh, it's it's escaping my mind right now. I know it's not Matt Breda because they saw, signed him last year, and I gassed on him in no, fantasy. Breda. He completely stunk. Breda signed with the Bills. I know. Breda signed with the Bills. He took anything he, um, he could get. Shit, they got Gaskin. They got Ak- uh, ah- Ahmed. Ahmed. Uh, hold on a second. Dolphins. It should be in the who chart. Was the, oh, who was the guy they just signed? Uh, hold on. AFC East, and then I'm going to Dolphins, and they just signed. Let me. Okay, I got him. Go ahead. Keep going. I've got him, and I'll let you know how close you are. Uh... You want to try it again? Coleman went to the to the Jets. Yeah, there you go. All right. I Malcolm Brown. There you go, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. Malcolm yep. Brown, it is. So yep. uh, you got it in the end. Uh, yeah, Malcolm Brown, who you know, oh, again, one year deal. <laughs> it's like okay, here's another one year deal, one point seven five. He'll be good for them. Yeah, I mean, he'll definitely be good. Uh, he'll he'll definitely be good, but, uh, you know, I don't know, Malcolm Brown. It's just funny because these guys, you know, they have these okay seasons, and then all of a sudden, you know, they they just bounce. I mean, if you're a running back, a running back is just such a, a shit box now position in the NFL. I mean, there's just no value in it. Uh, people don't pay. The players don't want to stay. They just want to bounce. And then you have people like David Gettleman who, you know, again, want to draft one in the second pick. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, yeah, Malcolm Brown goes to Dolphins. So, uh, some of the other Dolphins, uh, they signed Will Fuller. They gave him a bunch of money. So, the Dolphins uh, take Fuller, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Adam Butler, Justin Bethel, uh, Carter, the tight end from the Bengals. They gave him a three-year deal. Malcolm Brown, uh, Brennan Scarlett, Duke Riley, Matt Skura, center from the Ravens. Uh, you know, who else here? Uh, Justin Coleman, cornerback from the Lions. Uh, Raekwon McMillan, they re-signed. Uh, Robert Forster from Washington. Not Forster, Foster. Uh, I don't know, Adam Butler, defense attack. I mean, not a lot of, I you know, you just don't see that much uh, added that would think that it would be enough. I mean, I guess it's just Tua, right? They just think Tua is going to come along, and that's it. Yeah. 
And they're going to give two another piece at number six. They'll give them a, a wide receiver or a tight end. Yeah, for sure, I guess, if they go that route. Yeah, maybe it's tight end is what they value at six. Um, kind of weird to draft up there, but maybe if Pitts is, is the guy and they have a lot of, they think that he is a key Gronk-esque piece for Tua's, uh, I, I would think Devontae Adams, no? Or is it, not Devontae Adams, uh, Devontae Smith, right? Devontae Smith. It depends on what it depends on what the Bengals do at five. If Chase is still there at six, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough tough decision for them between because Tua played with Devontae Smith for a long time. Um, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. For, I'm sure Tua wants Smith, but Jamar Chase was ridiculous before he sat out last season. I mean, he was really good, but. How how is how is Cincinnati going to pass uh, with that Burrow Chase connection? Man, they could grow together, and and they have T Higgins up there too. Like they got some talent. Yeah, I, the Bengals are penciled in for a wide receiver. I I really can't see them going another route. Um, because I you know you're, you're trying to build you're you're trying to build your offense. You're trying to build around Burrow, who I really hope comes back from that knee injury. It would be such a shame if. He just couldn't really rally from that. Yeah, that kid's good. Oh, he he was having such a good year, it's such a good year. It was just so so shitty to see him go down like that. You know, which is also I think one of the reasons that you, you know per se, I Giant fans were super pissed off. But I think another reason somebody like the Eagles decided to sit Hurts in that game. You know what what was the point in keeping him in there? You know, it was it was. Sure, sure. So ridiculous. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, sit him. Yeah, people were all bent out of shape. But, yeah, the guy probably shouldn't have played from the beginning. You know, I think the bigger question mark there was, like, why why didn't you have Wentz, you know, suited up to play, you know, and you had Hurts. You should have just sat them both, I would have said. Who cares about the game? But, anyway. All right, so we're, we're now going back into 2020. Uh, so I, I think we probably run the course here. You said you got to run. So we will uh, wrap it up for today, uh, you know, and then we'll look to see what's going on. I mean, when is the draft now? You, you know the date offhand? It's April what? Tw- 23rd? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. It, it, it's late 20s. Uh, NFL draft. We'll see here. NFL draft. Uh, April 29th. April 29th. So... That's uh, that's what we got going for uh, coming up next. So, I, you know, maybe we'll get together. We'll do something here. Try to get uh, more pods in here. We took a nice couple uh, month off, and we'll try to catch up with everybody else because other pods have just been cranking it out nonstop. You know, I don't know why. Some of it's valuable. Some of it, I'm not sure. I do listen to a lot of it because, you know, I'm a football guy like the rest of you. So we'll try to up, up uh, tick our production level here. And in the meantime, you enjoy the rest of your day there, sir. All the best to the family and to anybody else listening. Thank you for listening. And we look forward to sharing more of the NFL world with you as we approach the 29th. Did I get it right? Draft? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So, peace. Chris, you got anything else in conclusion here? No, about to go jump in the pool. Adios. All right. Peace out. Enjoy, everybody. We'll talk to you later. See you.